Hello and welcome to the DNA Fat Loss Podcast for Executives. I'm your host, Nutritional, and in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing part three of my interview with Bracker Getz, Harvard educated wellness expert. We're going to be discussing an alternative approach to fat loss. So, as a fat loss coach, I love teaching people to include more of certain foods and lifestyle changes into their life. In today's episode, me and Bracker discuss an alternative approach to fat loss that doesn't even touch on food. Let's dive in. Even texting somebody an uplifting message, there's small ways, and that right away fills us with joy when we reach out to someone lonely. We don't even have to have physical contact, but even doing it virtually, we can spread joy. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really great to you know discuss these. Really, when it boils down to it, this is fat loss techniques really the outcome of doing these things will eventually result in fat loss because you prevent overeating you prevent you improve your relationship with food and it's so funny most people obviously look to oh what foods do i need to eat what foods do i need to avoid and really the whole context of how you're eating and what else are you doing in your life that you get pleasure from you know that whole bigger picture context plays such an important but it's so undervalued it's uh... exactly exactly and I learned that it takes like 400 repetitions to create new synapses in our brain to overcome a bad habit but if we do the, if we make the change joyfully like 10 repetitions we can make the change happen so if we add joy it's so much easier to make changes and it, it doesn't it's it's a pleasure. So it, it, it takes a lot of that struggle away. Um, we don't need to think about what are we restricting from our life. We're adding joy. I, 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 yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> yes. Love it. I, most people, right, generally speaking, always approach fat loss with a, this mentality of what do I need to take away? What do I need to remove? What shall I avoid? But my approach, and it, primarily nutritionally, is always saying, okay, can we add in more um, beneficial foods, more protein, more vegetables, you know, fats and so on, because that's going to support, that's going to support reduction of those highly processed foods. But we can take it a step further and say, the best thing to add into your diet to lose, to lose weight is actually more pleasurable experiences, more helping others, more music, go and dance around your living room and put on your favorite tune, like, Exactly. All these things you're saying. Plus, um, people have gotten so used to junk food that they don't appreciate the natural foods. You know, once, let's say a person just eats the natural foods first, like a big salad and stuff, they, they just won't have that much more room for the junk afterwards, you know, and they'll be, they'll be full from the natural stuff, which has so much more vitality to it. And after a while, a person feels the effects of eating more healthfully. You, you feel you have more energy and you feel more joyful. That's what happens. Yes. Absolutely. Definitely agree there. Uh, something you mentioned earlier on that I thought was really, really powerful. You said our bodies are designed to move, which, you know, I, I was talk I talk about this on most podcasts. I think it comes up. Um, evolutionary wise, we're not designed. We're just not designed to sit at a desk all day and not move. Like we are, fundamentally hunter-gatherers still. Um, we have been for years and years, so many years and years. 
Um, we're just designed to move. We're designed to be on our feet and to be picking stuff up and putting stuff down and eating whole real food that's come from the ground, that's come from the earth. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And movement should be joyful. I think it's really nice the way you combine that with, say, you know, yoga, stretching, dancing. These are things that feel good. They're things that, well, they make you feel good, but they feel good almost in the moment because it's kind of how your body is designed or meant to be. We're really going back to our sort of evolutionary roots in a way. Yes, we are designed to move. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, it's such a joy once we do it. You know, when we're sitting for a while, it feels so great to stand up and stretch, put on music, dance. Oh, anyone who's not used to doing it, give it a try. You'll just see so much joy in your life. It's what happens. Yes. Love it. Absolutely. There's uh, definitely some key takeaways so far for people listening add in joyful stuff, get up and move, do stuff that makes you feel good. Um, is there a common myth that you would like to dispel around, say, um, food obsession and food eating and stuff? Yeah, the myth I want to dispel is that we're just physical beings. We are spiritual beings too, and we forget that because that part is invisible. <laughs> but, um, you know, according to the first law of ther thermodynamics, no energy is ever lost or destroyed. That spirit within us, it doesn't just go away. Like when we all die, you think it just vanishes? It just disappears? No, there's a spiritual part of us and it lives on. That's, and that's actually, it's science. That's the first law of thermodynamics. So like one of the books I, write for, I wrote for children is the invisible book. It's about how we believe in, we believe in gravity. You let go of something, it just falls to the ground. We believe in time. We believe in feelings and thoughts. These are all invisible things and we believe in them. So why is it hard to believe that we're, we're souls, we're spiritual beings housed in bodies and we have to take care of our bodies because they are housing our souls. So we take care of them by doing all these healthy things for them. And that gives us more of a chance to be on earth, doing good deeds and nourishing our souls. So that's my point. That's the myth that we're just physical beings. We're also spiritual beings and we have to nourish both our bodies and our souls every day throughout the day. Yeah. And I guess when you say nourish your soul, a lot of that comes down to being joyful, do the things that you, that you enjoy and, and bring you pleasure and um, yeah, really help to sort of sustain that. Exactly. All the things on the pleasure ladder nourish the soul. All these natural physical pleasures nourish the soul. In fact, that was the purpose of food. Food was designed to sustain our bodies in order to uplift our soul. When we eat these natural foods, it uplifts our soul. We feel great pleasure. And when we appreciate someone else, that uplifts our soul. When we do something meaningful, see all of these things nourish our soul. When we're creative, it nourishes our soul. Every, every one of these things does that. So, so savor the pleasure that you're experiencing throughout the day and you will see that you will have more vitality, more energy. And, and it 
it fills us with gratitude as we recognize each of these pleasures in the world that that really life is meant to be a pleasure we've gotten so far away from that just that just that thought changes the whole perspective yes amazing there was a study i saw somewhere i can't remember the exact statistics of it but it basically said that some of the best things you can do to improve your longevity so it was obviously like regular exercise, eating high quality foods and stuff. But one of the most um, powerful methods was the number of like strong relationships and connections you have with people around you and the sort of frequency that you are, um, I guess, in conversation or reaching out or maybe having interaction with those people. And that just, you know, rings so true from the conversation that we're having and taking it a step further can really lead to additional sustainable fat loss because you're not you're not focused on finding all of your pleasure from food you're you're experiencing pleasure from all these different sources that that manage your your food intake because you just don't need to rely on it from an entirely food perspective so i hope you enjoyed today's podcast thank you so much for listening if you want more goodness here are a few things that you can do next first and most obviously you can check out more episodes. Secondly, you can connect with me on LinkedIn by searching Alex Hall DNA Fat Loss Coach or by going to www.linkedin.com forward slash in slash Alex DNA Fat Loss Coach. That's linkedin.com slash in slash Alex DNA Fat Loss Coach. Look, I'm not going to hard sell you just because you connect with me. But if I can help and you're curious to learn more about my programs, just drop me a message and I'll share the details. There's no pitch. Just the full info so you can make an informed and empowered decision. I look forward to connecting with you.